Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. You know, the Wall Street Journal reported this morning that 44% of economists expect a recession in the next year. Is that what you expect as well? I don't think a recession is at all, at all inevitable. And I realize more than ever that as president, I need your help. I have been reminded again that all the legislation in the world can't fix what's wrong with America. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america this is a special edition of the sean hannity show america trapped behind enemy lines day number 313 Hour two, Sean Hannity Show, toll-free. It is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, as we've been telling you, the Supreme Court decision, now we're expecting other decisions. We've told you the top cases that we're monitoring, watching. Obviously, Roe is, is a big one. The second most important one was the decision that came out today, 6-3 decision, um, that literally, and it was written by Clarence Thomas, writing for the majority, about the Constitution and New York gun laws. Now, in their decision, they struck down the New York law that requires people to demonstrate a particular need for carrying a gun in order to get a license to carry one in public. And the justices said that requirement violates the Constitution. 
Now, Democrats think that they're going to get out there and they'll protest the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And somehow they'll intimidate Supreme Court justices, try to harass them. Merrick Garland's not following the law. That's 18 U.S. Code uh, 1507. You're not allowed to intimidate a justice, harass a justice, especially when it comes to a decision they might be making. Uh, We saw, thank God we were able to get this plot uh, before something horrible happened. We uncovered the plot to assassinate Justice Kavanaugh. We know that these groups out there uh, have been really telegraphing how crazy they were, they're willing to go in all of this um, and even calling for riots uh, if, in fact, this decision doesn't come down the way they want. They've been doxing Supreme Court justices. They've been giving out the schools that their children attend. They've been giving out the churches that the justices themselves attend and when they attend them. Unbelievable times we're living in. Senator uh, Ted Cruz is with us. Uh, Senator, a lot going on today. How are you, sir? Sean, I'm I'm doing terrific, and and let me start by congratulating you. You 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 live in the state of New York, and and suddenly, New Yorkers and the rest of Americans, our rights are are more protected today as a result of a really important decision from the Supreme Court today, upholding and enforcing the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. You know, it's going to be very interesting because I think the Democrats, their plan is to run on abortion but by the time november comes around americans are going to realize oh abortion is legal still in america different states will have different restrictions some states will have none like new york and california uh but abortion rights are not going to go away i think we can both agree on that i think they'll they'll try to use this decision but i think law-abiding americans would like the right to protect themselves so i don't think that's going to get them over the finish line then they think january 6 is is the big you know uh, issue to run on that's not going to work calling republicans racist sexist misogynist and homophobic they do that pretty much every day so that's not going to work especially when americans are paying you know record high uh, prices for gasoline and and inflation's at a 41 year high well, I think that's right. The Democrats are desperately finding any way to change the subject uh, because their agenda is a miserable failure. We've got galloping inflation across the country. We have five, six, seven dollar a gallon gasoline. We have crime rates skyrocketing, murder rates skyrocketing. We have chaos at our southern border. Um, all across the board, the Biden-Schumer-Pelosi agenda has been a train wreck. It's been a disaster. And so they're desperately trying to change the subject. Um, and I don't think it's going to work. I think we're going to see a red wave in November. Uh, now, Democrats today are trying to ram through legislation that, that would undermine the Second Amendment. And I'm leading the fight against it. Uh, I've introduced legislation. By the way, it's not just Democrats, Senator, and I applaud your efforts, and I mean that sincerely. But you got, what, 14, 15 of your fellow Republicans going along with this. Uh, look, we ju- just came from lunch with all the Senate Republicans, and 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 I will say tempers were hot in the room, to put it mildly. Um, it it uh, Look, I think we need to act, but we should act in a way that is principled and that actually stops crime. And what stops crime is you target the criminals. You target the bad guys. You target felons, felons and fugitives and those who commit violent crimes with guns, and you come down on them with a ton of bricks, 
I introduced legislation to do exactly that, to lock up the criminals who try to illegally buy guns and also to put real resources into making our schools safer. The legislation that I've introduced puts $36 billion into funding police officers in schools. It doubles the number of police officers in schools, and it also uh, funds mental health counselors in schools so that we can keep our kids safe. Those are steps that actually would make a real difference stopping violent crime, preventing mass murders, and keeping kids safe. But unfortunately, the Democrats and, and the Republicans who are working with them are more focused on legislation that undermines the rights of law-abiding citizens. I think that is a serious mistake. Let me ask you, um, because it's, it's, it's getting – times are very, very, um, let's say, divided in this country. Yeah. And I believe that you are on the right track. We should never have a situation where kids are not protected in school. Uh, you've talked about it, and I know you've partnered with Senator Barrasso. I like a lot of what you've been saying and a lot of what you're trying to legislate here. Why would it be so hard to implement one way in, one way out of a school? Um, every kid goes through a metal detector. Every employee goes through a metal detector. And every school in America has trained, armed, undercover Retired police, retired military uh, that are there on site to protect them with, of course, contingency plans in case, God forbid, there's a fire or something. Sure. Uh, Sean, that's exactly what you would do if you were serious about solving the problem. You, you know, Santa Fe High School is, is less than an hour from my house. I, I was at home that morning when the school shooting happened in Santa Fe. So I was on campus within about an hour of the shooting. It was horrific. And, and I sat down afterwards in a roundtable with the family members who lost their children in Santa Fe. And one of the things they were so frustrated about is the shooter there came in through an unlocked back door. He made it into the classroom, was able to murder those students. And best practices are doing exactly what you just said, which is shrinking the number of entrances of, to a school to a single main entrance. We do that this all the time with federal buildings, with courthouses, with banks. Now, of course, you have exits. You have fire exits that people can get out with a fire, but you have one main entrance. And at that entrance, you put ideally multiple armed police officers. That is the simplest and best way to protect security in a school. What is so maddening is in Uvalde, the guy got in the same damn way. He got in through through an open side door, made it into the classroom. And, and, and if we had passed legislation I introduced 10 years ago to have $300 million in funds for, for grants for school safety, if, if the Robb Elementary School had gotten one of those grants, had been able to lock their doors and send everyone through a central front door, and if there'd been an armed police officer there, they could have shot that monster before he got in the school, and they could have saved the lives of 19 children and two teachers. And it's maddening that we keep repeating the mistakes over and over again, and yet Senate Democrats don't want to do anything to, to actually fix the problem and make schools much safer. Well, we should, we should offer our children in every school across the country the same security that uh, elected officials have. I don't think sure. it's that complicated. Um, and, and that gets frustrating. Uh, what is your take? I, I look at the danger of the doxing of Supreme Court justices. Yeah. We uncovered this plot to assassinate Justice Kavanaugh. And the next day, uh, these groups are out there in front of Amy Coney Barrett's home, uh, giving out publicly the name of the, the school uh, that her children go to and the church, the name of the church that she attends and when she attends it. 
I mean, is this this is not I, I thought we had laws against this senator uh, to protect judges, not harass and intimidate them. Correct me if I'm wrong. 18 U.S.C. 1507 yep. is pretty clear in that regard. It, it, it is absolutely clear. The left, unfortunately, has decided to, to use mob violence as, as a tool to try to get their partisan objectives. When, when the decision comes down next week, uh, I believe it will, it will overturn Roe versus Wade, which, is, which will return the question of abortion. Why do you think it's next week? Because they're going to release more cases tomorrow. Why are you convinced I, it, it's it next week? Be, it could be tomorrow as well. It, 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 it is coming up in the next week or so, and we don't know the exact day. Okay. Um, but but when they release it, uh, I think we will see riots. I think we will see organized, violent riots in all likelihood. Well, they're uh, telegraphing just, it. They're yeah. saying that they're going to do this. James Revenge is out there saying it. We've already seen 49 instances of violence against pro-life centers around yeah. the country. I think that, and you know, we saw in 2020, we saw Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots all across the country that were celebrated by Democrats. Kamala Harris bailed violent rioters out of prison. That's how much the Democrat Party supports it. And when it comes to the Supreme Court justices, we saw Chuck Schumer stand on the steps of the Supreme Court and directly threaten Justice Kavanaugh and say if he rules the way Schumer doesn't want him to rule, he said, you have unleashed the whirlwind and you will pay the price. And, and the lunatic who was arrested outside Kavanaugh's house for attempted murder was following Schumer's instructions and, and following the Biden White House's instruction. The Biden press secretary stood up and actively encouraged people to go and protest outside the justices' houses, even though, as you rightly noted, it's a federal crime. I, I don't recall ever in my life seeing a, a, a president and a White House actively encouraging Americans to commit federal crimes, but that's what the Biden White House is doing because they support using violence to accomplish their, their partisan ends. You know, these are pretty chilling times. Quick break, more with Senator Ted Cruz of Texas uh, on the other side. Then we'll get to your calls and some of the other news of the day. Senator Mike Lee will join us as well. A lot going on today. All right, recent rise in property values has now created bigger targets for home title fraud. Now, with this type of identity theft, these fraudsters, they'll file for a uh, title transfer uh, to a bogus ID. Then they'll sell the victim's property or refinance it or take out a loan against the property. And then when those second mortgages or loans are left unpaid, guess what? You can't find those thieves anywhere. They took off. Anyway, every day, all of us put our personal information at risk on the Internet. LifeLock.com by Norton uh, sees the threats we otherwise would miss on our own. They'll scour the dark web on your behalf to see if any of your personal information is compromised. If so, you get an alert. If you're a victim of identity theft, you will get a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist to fix it for you. Uh, it's a very low annual rate. And you can save an additional 25% off your first year with the promo code Hannity when you call 1-800-LIFELOCK or just go to lifelock.com. But if you want to protect your your good name and reputation and your finances so you don't get robbed blind and your credit score, which is hard to repair, uh, get LifeLock, 1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com. Save an additional 25% with the promo code Hannity. Jobs, health care, the news you care about is right here. Hannity Watch is on. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast. And this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We continue with Senator Ted Cruz. Great state of Texas is with us. Explain to me, you're a constitutional attorney. As a matter of fact, you are national debate champion. Alan Dershowitz, who I don't think you agree a lot with on a lot of issues, uh, says you were one of the best students he ever had. So you're you're very well versed in the Constitution. So the Second Amendment is an enumerated right. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Uh, Roe v. Wade uh, is not enumerated as a right to abortion in the Constitution. Now, my understanding is in such cases, when it's not enumerated in the Constitution, that that's where the Tenth Amendment comes in. Am I wrong? Uh, you're right. It's the Ninth and Tenth Amendment together that operate. The Ninth addressed rights. The Tenth ad- addresses powers of the states. But they both together reiterate the principle of federalism, that, that we have a, a government, uh, a federal government of limited powers and the vast reserve of government authority under the Constitution's design is meant to be at the state and local level for lots of reasons, including the fact that, that you have much more accountability at the state and local level than you do being governed by, by bureaucrats in Washington in windowless offices that are unaccountable to the people. You know, um, let me ask you this. 
when it comes to the Republican Party, I want to go back to this issue of you said you came from a pretty contentious meeting of Republicans. What is their argument? I mean, a red flag law in particular alarms me yeah. because a red flag law would be, OK, I get mad at my neighbor and I can make a report and that report would prevent my, that neighbor from having the right to get a gun based on a mere allegation. Unfortunately, that's how these laws can operate. I agree with you. The most troubling part of, of this bill that, that, that they're trying to push through the Senate is the red flag provision, which provides federal funding for state red flag programs. And in a number of state, red flag laws can be used to disarm law-abiding citizens. And, and, and it can be a disgruntled coworker. It can be an angry ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend that, 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 that goes and, and, and empowers the state to take away your right to keep and bear arms and and that is i believe unconstitutional number one but number two it also doesn't work to prevent crime if, if you want to stop mass shootings target the criminals target the bad guys don't target law-abiding citizens well, wait a minute you're talking about the people that um don't get arrested for stealing 950 dollars worth of stuff from a store yeah. you're talking about no bail laws like they have in new york and elsewhere around the country you're talking about you know police departments that have been defunded by the left so uh i don't think it's going to work well that way well, and, and, and that's part of the reality is Democrats today, look, they are, they have been waging a war on police. They've been waging a war on law enforcement. They've been fighting to defund the police. They've been fighting to abolish the police. They've been putting in place Soros DAs that refuse to prosecute the law. And by the way, Joe Biden has nominated not one, but two of the leading advocates of abolishing the police to senior positions of the Department of Justice. And every single Democrat senator voted to confirm them. Joe Biden nominated a Soros DA to be the U.S. Attorney for Massachusetts. Massachusetts. She put out a list of 15 crimes that she would not prosecute. Again, every Democrat voted to confirm her. This is the Democrat policy, which is to turn a blind eye to violent crime, which is why we're seeing crime rates skyrocketing across the country. I wish we had more time, but my favorite new provision is in Chicago, where police are prohibited uh, from chasing somebody if they run or or following somebody uh if they won't pull over you just go faster and you get away it's insane he's a crazy time senator senator ted cruz keep up the good fight we appreciate it as always thanks for being with us 800-941 sean our number you want to be a part of the program quick break right back Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour. 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. Before we get to uh, your calls, I want to draw your attention to the Biden administration's pick to advise the State Department, Winken Blinken, on strategic cooperation with Beijing. Um, it turns out that this individual chairs an investment think tank that urged you, the American people, to triple your investments in China. Blinken, on Friday, uh, literally selected uh, BlackRock Investor uh, Institute chairman and Obama 
Administration National Security Advisor Tom Donilon to co-chair the Foreign Affairs Policy Board amid the State Department's, quote, pivot to China. So now we're going to do deals with Iran. We're sending emissaries to Venezuela. Uh, we're alienating Israel to the point that they won't even share their covert operations against uh, Iran because they think the Biden administration will tip them off. Uh, and of course, Joe is going to the pariah nation, as he called it, of Saudi Arabia uh, to meet with the crown prince that he th said was re responsible for the killing of Jamal Khashoggi, the journalist. Amazing times we live in. Anyway, so this guy's work at BlackRock could pose a little bit of a conflict of interest if he's going to co-chair the Foreign Affairs Policy Board amid the State Department's pivot to China, don't you think? If he's offering advice that you should triple your investments in China, doesn't make a lot of sense. Anyway, uh, here to inform us before we get to your calls, Will Hild is the executive director of the Consumer Research. He's making sure everyone knows about this new appointment. Will, welcome back to the program. Good to have you back. Uh, so explain in detail why this is such a conflict. Absolutely. Tom Donilon has spent his career cozying up to the to China and to the Chinese Communist Party. He did it as the national security advisor uh, under the Obama administration, their pivot to Asia was described by Washington Post as the Donilon doctrine of building back, building bigger, better relations with China. And then he went into the BlackRock Investment Institute, where he's been sent, and he has pushed for U.S. investment dollars to be invested with companies on mainland China, owned partially by the CCP. He's funneled, helped fill, funnel hundreds of billions of dollars to that country. I guess pivot to Asia meant pivot our money to, to Asia, um, to China. And now the... Biden administration sees fit to appoint him uh, part of the state department co-chair of the State Department Foreign uh, Affairs Policy Board, as you noted. And his job is supposed to be countering China, who has increasingly become our geopolitical rival and adversary. Uh, and they pick somebody who has been a huge friend to China, who has pu pushed U.S. investment dollars into China from a firm, I should say, BlackRock and Larry Fink, that has pushed its clients into China, U.S. pension dollars into China. So this is a massive conflict of interest. It is, it is par for the course for this administration, uh, who has appointed Brian Dees, of course, from, from BlackRock to be the national uh, uh, economic advisor. And, uh, you know, the simple thing for your audience to, to realize or to know is that China owns BlackRock, and now BlackRock seems to own the Biden administration. You know, it's pretty amazing to me because I believe our number one geopolitical foe is China. Am I wrong? Not at all. They are assaulting us on pretty much every area, and economic is the main way in which they've under, uh, undermined U.S. the economy and our national security. Even in the areas of, like, green tech, for example, uh, BlackRock Investment has helped China overtake the U.S. as producers of solar panels and, and wind farms, and I'm not even a huge fan of those. I think they're costly for consumers, but even if you take BlackRock at its word around this ESG stuff, they are helping our foreign adversaries take the lead in these industries. And both Tom Donilon and Brian Deese uh, in the Biden administration were a crucial, crucial part of that. Uh, and, and Larry Fink, uh, you know, is still as, as head of BlackRock, uh, must be just laughing hysterically at now he has his, his another, another hand in the Biden administration so that he can sell us out to China. It's kind of amazing that where Hunter made all his money, like, for example, Russia, Russia gets paid back with what a waiver for the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Uh, Joe Biden last year, what, imported 684 million barrels of oil from 
Russia. How insane is that? While he gave up the energy independence he inherited from Donald Trump. Uh, now we see, even though Taiwan is now every day, uh, we have fighter jets from China flying into Taiwan airspace and ratcheting up hostilities in the region, even threatening the U.S. directly if that we are to aid and help Taiwan in any way. Uh, so and and what do we do? We reward them with more business. And with Joe Biden's talking about lifting tariffs. You know, one has to ask the question, is this family compromise? Because to me, it seems like. These are the most hostile regimes on the planet. I would want nothing to do with any of them, including Saudi Arabia. You bring up a fantastic point, Sean, because BlackRock itself has been one of the major pushers of so-called ESG investing, which here in the United States, which is basically a, a, a way to cripple U.S. energy production. And that's, that's basically what it's done. They are, they are a major reason. Brian D. specifically uh, was a major reason uh, that, that we are now seeing the, the numbers at the pump. But they didn't push any of that in China. They pushed U.S. investment dollars to build up China's energy infrastructure. And so I, I do think you have to ask the question, uh, how are, how, who benefits and how are they benefiting? Are they, are they making their money and, and getting special favors from China by selling us out on energy independence? You know, amazing warning. We really appreciate uh, the information. It's going to be interesting. Are Republicans aware of this? Are Republicans going to allow this to happen? We're getting the word out as much as possible. Uh, folks who want to learn more can visit BlackRockLovesChina.com, BlackRockLovesChina.com, and they can find out all about the ways in which BlackRock has been selling stuff to China and the ways in which they uh, have their fingers more and more in the Biden administration. You're seeing the results of that in this policy and others. Yeah, triple your investments in China. That That's a brilliant strategy for people. Anyway, we really appreciate it. Uh, Will uh, Hild is with us. Thank you for the update. And uh, we'll be checking in often when you get more information. Uh, let's go to our busy phones here. Let's say hi to Patty is in North Carolina. Hey, Patty, how are you? Glad you called. Well, hey, Shug. It's Patty from Wilmington. What's going on? Oh, I have. Um, this is just um, what's the end game with all of this? China wants to purposely poison um, elements of our society that would choose to do drugs. Um it's just um they're banning sorry, jewel pods but fentanyl gets in as easy as any drug you'd ever want to have uh, get into the country are you kidding me but what's the end game but what's the end game i mean there's there's a reason behind this there's an end game why do they want to get rid of that part of the mentality or the sociology of this country and why does the cabal want crime local crime to be so horrible that we have no choice other than to bring in the feds let's make all crime let's make all of it federalized so how do you do that you destroy everything to the point where there is absolutely no other choice so our institutions are, are being destroyed our economic uh, these economic policies are designed based on phony science that they believe in. Okay, if you believe in renewable energies, I can live with that. But you've got to come up with a practical renewable energy replacement that is affordable first before you say uh, we're going to unilateral, unilaterally stop producing gas and oil. It's the lifeblood of the world's economy. And then suck up to some of America's worst enemies uh, to 
fill the gap and and somehow they think that that's justified uh if we didn't learn from the mistake that germany made becoming reliant on russian oil and now we're begging iran and venezuela and the saudis and opec and other countries to provide the lifeblood of our economy when we have all the natural resources we could ever want for a couple of hundred years it makes absolutely no sense at all i can't i can't get into the mind of the climate religious cultists and figure out the logic here because it's not logical there's no common sense applied to it but this is now the position that they put us in now they're breaking down law and order in this country with defund dismantle no bail and by the way you can't even chase somebody that's running away from a cop say stop right there no i'm i'm leaving you're not allowed to All right, let's get back to our phones. We say hi to Jerry is in Florida. Jerry, how are you? Glad you called. The free state of Florida. Yeah, hi, Sean. Um, I, in 2011, I wrote an article in a magazine that I produced in Oregon. Uh, I called it uh, America's Trojan Horse. And it had to do with the environmentalist wackos shutting down American industry for the global warming threat. And... Anyway, back in the early 80s, I worked for U.S. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 